Krishna on beside neither is there any rock like our God. There is none holy as the holy as the Lord. There is none holy as the Lord. There is none beside thee. Neither is there any rock like our God. There is none holy as a holy as a Lord. There is none holy as Jesus. There is none beside thee. Neither is there any rock like our God. There is none only as the Lord, who is like unto thee, O Lord, who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods, who is like thee. Glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders, hallelujah. Worthy, you are worthy. King of kings, Lord of lords, you are worthy, hallelujah, worthy. You are worthy, King of kings, Lord of lords, we worship you, we worship you, O Lord, worthy, you are worthy, King of kings, Lord of lords, you are worthy, hallelujah, worthy, you are worthy. King of kings, Lord of lords, we worship you. Oh, that wonderful name, Jesus. That wonderful name, Jesus. That wonderful name, Jesus. There is no other name I know. That wonderful name, that wonderful name, Jesus. That wonderful name, Jesus. That wonderful name, Jesus. There is no other name I know. That wonderful name, that wonderful name, Jesus. That wonderful name, Jesus. That wonderful name, Jesus. There is no other name I know. 
like his name. There is no other one we can compare his name to. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. He is the Ancient of Days, the Lion of the Tribe of Judah, the Omnipotent God, the Omniscience God, the one that reigned over the affairs of men. Brethren, let us just give him thanks this morning. Let's give him praise this morning. Let's give him adoration this morning because there is no one we can compare to him. He is glorious in holiness. He is fearful in praises. He is a wonder-working God. He is the omnipotent God. He is the omniscience God. He is the Lord that reigns over the affairs of men. He is the one that seated in the throne of heaven and used the earth as his footstool. Let's magnify him this morning. Let's exalt him this morning. Let's give him praise this morning. Let's give him honor this morning. Let's give him adoration this morning because of his faithfulness in our life, because of his kindness in our life, because of his mercy that reigned forever in our life, because he never sleep or slumber on our behalf. He is always there for us. He is the one that show us all the love that we need. He is the one that's always showing his mercy our life concerning our our life, our children, our husband, our, our relatives. God has been faithful. He's been gracious. He's been the one that never sleep or slumber. He's the one always show his mighty end in our life. Let's give him praise, sir. Let's give him honor. Let's give him adoration. He is worthy of all praises. He is worthy of all honor. He is worthy of all adoration. He is the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star. Let's magnify him. He is worthy of all our adoration. He is worthy of every, everything that we need to do. Let's magnify him this morning. Let's exalt him this morning. He is king of kings. He is lord of lords. Hallelujah to your holy name. We exalt you. Lord, we magnify you. We give you all the praises this morning. We give you all the honor this morning. We give you all the adoration this morning. We say, great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercy I see. All I have needed. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Hallelujah, thank you, King of Kings.
Thank you, Lord of Lords. Thank you, I am that I am. The lily of the valley, we bless your holy name. Let's invite the Holy Spirit into our midst this morning, that every conversation that we are going to make this morning, every deliberation we are going to have this morning, Holy Spirit, we take full control. Holy Spirit, we take full control this morning, that every conversation this morning, the power of God will move among us. The Lord will speak mighty things among us this morning, that every contributor this morning, the power of God will be revealed in our midst this morning. The love of God will be revealed in our means this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, this morning we've called before you. We've come before you this morning that, Lord, you will be glorified in everything that we're doing, Lord. You will be magnified in everything we are doing this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we come before your throne this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, speak expressly this morning. Holy Spirit, re reveal the mind of God to us this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Every conversation on everything we are going to discuss this morning. Let the Father alone be glorified. Let the Father alone be glorified in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. Lord, we exalt you. We magnify your holy name in the name of Jesus Christ. We are prayed. Uh, let us commit every, 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 everyone out there that is sick, uh, that are dealing with this, uh, with this virus that's out there. Let's commit them into the hand of God. Even those that are not dealing with the virus but have any sickness, uh, one way or the other, we want to pray for them this morning that the Lord will visit them. The Lord will visit them. The Lord will visit them because when we stand in God for our brethren, when we stand in God for one another, the Lord is glorified in there. The Lord is magnified in standing in God. Let's stand in God for everyone this morning that's facing one challenge or the other in their health, uh, that the Lord in his own infinite mercy will visit them and he will deliver them from all those sicknesses, uh, every challenges of sickness in their life. Let's pray this morning that the Lord will, he will reveal himself in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, that Lord in his power, he will reveal his power in their life, uh, he will reveal his hand in their life, uh, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, that anywhere there is sickness uh, in their body, in their mind, in their mental, that the Lord in his own infinite power will visit them this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And there will be healing that will flow through the word of God this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That the Lord will help them, Lord. It will, it will heal them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, eternal rock of ages. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen, amen, amen. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to today. Today's uh, 29th day of July. Uh, the month has only two more days to go. And I pray that everything that we've been trusting God for, that we're waiting upon the Lord for, the Lord will visit each and every one of us before this month runs out in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let us go into the word today. Today, we are looking at a topic that says, think more about others. Think more about others. There are series in this uh, subject today, but today is our first day to discuss this. And I think that it's very important, very, very relevant to what is going on right now in the, in the world, even especially in our surrounding, because there is so many needs for, for us to pay attention, not only to ourselves, but people that are around us, because there's so many things that's happening in the life of so many people that because of, of our own, because of our own need, we are not able to see beyond what we need. Instead, we are we instead of looking at other people and being grateful to what we have 
and share from the little that we have. We don't seem to be paying attention to others around us because we think we never had enough in the first place. So we are not able to express to others that, okay, the little that I have, it is enough for me and you. It is enough for me and them. It is enough for me and everybody else that need. And when we use it, we will know that as God that's, that has provided this one for us, it can make more need for others to come. So we need to deal with this issue and uh, we pray that this morning, God will speak to us individually. It will open our eye of understanding so we will be able to understand where God stands in this matter because it's very vital, it's very important for us to know what the mind of God is when it comes to sharing because that's the character of God. Sharing is a character of God because God so loved us so much that he is willing to share his only begotten son with us, which he doesn't have to. He created us for his own image and we've lost our way. But out of his abundance of mercy and love, he looked down and said, ah, these people, they need restoration. These people, they need salvation. These people, they need redemption. And he decided to say, okay, Everything that I have, what can help these people to be restored back to me? I have something. I have my only son. And if God can do that, to take his only son, to share him on behalf of you and I, what can't we share with each other? So we go into the world today. Think more about others. And uh, the subtitle say, me, myself, and I, we need to Put a cross mark on that, me, myself, and I. Cross it out. Let it be the last time today that you will think of yourself alone. Because thinking of other is part of the commandment of God. Like I said already, it's a character of God. It's in the character, actually, it's embedded in the character of God to think of others than anything else because what the god needs to think about himself is he's got everything that he has he has everything and because you're the image of god there is nothing that you want that you cannot get when you start pouring yourself out so let's go into the word this morning we look at our text from the book of first john chapter chapter 3 verse 17 First John chapter three verse seventeen, and I will be reading today from the new from the new New King James version, um, New King James version. First John, First John chapter three verse seventeen. You have your Bible, you can open it, so you can highlight it and go back and think about what God is saying on this chapter. And I pray as we go through this. God himself will minister to our heart. He will minister to our spirit. So we will be able to do his will in not only selfish way, but we will do it generously. Because God is an example of what it means to share. He did that for us. So we should be able to do it for one another. So I will read. I will start reading from verse 16 of it. The outworking of love. That's what it says, subtitle here. It says, by this we know love because he laid down his life for us. And we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. <laughs> uh, if I may ask myself now, will I be able to lay down my life for the brethren? I probably have a second thought about it. But that's what the commandment of God is. That's the word of God that we should care so much that we will be able to give all that we have 
for each other. That's powerful, brethren. That is powerful. And now let's go to verse 17. That's our text for today. Because he said, uh, let, let me continue finishing with that. He said, uh, for, 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 to, to, to uh, practice righteousness. I'm sorry, um, my glasses and I can't see clearly over here, but it's okay. I'm, I'm reading, I'm sorry, I started here. Yeah, I will say, so he said, for other brethren, but whoever has the world good and see his brothers in need and shut up his heart from him. How does the love of God abide in that person? That's a question. You saw a brother in need. You saw a sister in need. You saw somebody that can use your help. And your heart is closed. How can a heart be closed to a need of others? If your heart is open, then that means that heart is ready to do what God has available for that heart. And most of the time, brethren, we have our heart closed because of only the selfish heart that we have. We don't think of others. We think about ourselves. So the others can hang in there as long as they can. When their time comes, they will have their own opportunity. That's the way we justify it. But when our heart is open, God pour himself in it. And when God pour himself into our heart, then our heart will be able to expand to others. This said in there, in verse, verse, verse 16, go read it. Go and meditate on that verse. Chapter 3, 1 John chapter 3, verse, verse 16 and 17. If you see, whoever see, verse 17 says, whoever see this world's good, whoever has this world good, whoever has the possession of food in your refrigerator, you have a possession of cloth in your closet, you have the possession of shoe in your shoe rack, you have the possession of money in your pocket, you have a possession of high in your, in your belonging, you have a possession of this world things, a house in your hand, and you saw a brethren who has a need of it, and you close your heart. And you close your heart. Lord have mercy, including myself. I've fallen into that trap. I've made that mistake. How does the love of God abide in him? How does the word of God, how does the love of God abide in him? Like I said, the character of God is in sharing. The character of God is in giving. The character of God in giving what he has given you to give out so he can fill it in. And if you choose to keep what he has given you, he cannot refill you. That's where we're going this morning. So let's look at the, the right out so that we can take some contribution this morning. I pray that the Lord will help all of us, including myself, to have our heart open because to God. So God can pour himself into our heart. And when God is pouring himself into our heart, then we will be able to do what the second commandment says, love your neighbor as yourself. So let's read it right out. If you have your copy, I'm really sorry. I'm going to share this again on the Facebook because I am actually in the office and I don't have it, but I will share it again on the Facebook and I will share it again on our WhatsApp. If you don't have a copy, I will share it out to you. Just text me or just inbox me and I will send a copy of this to you. The right out say, on the scale of one to 10, how often do you think about the needs of others? On the scale of one to 10, on the scale of one to 10, I'm working on it. Personally, on a scale of one to ten, I would say I'm like number four right now. I need, I need to do better. I need to do better. 
I need to do better. Even though it's still heaven, what I, what I, I will look at myself and, and think that I think more, 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 more of everybody because I have the list of people that I pray for every day. That is still not enough because I can still do more. We can still do more. We can still do more. On the scale of one to ten, how often do you think about the needs of others and try to meet them, to meet them, to meet them? There's another thing that somebody crossed my mind and I thought about it and I just pray and I said, move on. Have I thought about how much can I take a step further of what that person have discussed with me or what I know, what I noticed about that person? How much did that take further that course, that thought? Before you answer this, think about it. Let's read this, what we read before, and I've extensively talked about that. Whoever has the good of the world and sees his brother in need and shut up his heart, and shut up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in that person? That simple. So selfishness is defined as the state of being overly concerned with oneself selfishness oh if i give this what am i going to do with that if i give this i'm going to shut here if i do that when you start right rationalizing your 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 step of giving then it's of no value i'm going to repeat that when it's time for you to do something for somebody and you start rationalizing it you've already lost the the blessing that comes with it You've already lost the blessing that comes today. Because Jesus Christ did not even think of himself compared to God for him to come down as a, as a, as, 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 as a slaughter, as, an, as somebody to be nailed to the cross, even though he was equal to God. If you have to think about what you're going to do to your brother or your sister, before you do it, you rationalize it. So say, if I do it, what is going to happen? The blessing behind it is already out the door. Selfish is divine as a state of overly concern about who? Oneself. Now, God is not asking you to, to sacrifice for others to the point that you jeopardize your own health or mental well-being. Then end up in a, in a resentful or, or doing so. You don't want to do that. God is not asking you to do that. It gives each and every one of us faith according to our ability. It gives each and every one of us one thing in our hand. What you have in your possession right now, it belongs to God. And God expects you to exercise the faith that he has given you something to be used back for him. Not to harbor it. Not to go ahead and order it. Hear me again. What you have in your possession, it doesn't matter what that thing is. It is for the use of God. Hallelujah. And if you are not using it for God, you are being selfish. I said it. Uh, because nobody has asked for it. Nobody has asked to use it. Nobody has expected me to do it. But you know in your heart that you can do it. Because God has placed it at a point in your life, in your heart, that do this. Then you started thinking about why should I? May God help each and every one of us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. But not to do it at the expense of you getting yourself into a resentful mind. To say, why did I even do it? And then becoming a hatred in your heart. And not getting the benefit at all of it. 
nor does he expect you to meet everybody's needs that comes your way. No, he doesn't expect you to meet everybody's needs that comes your way. But there is a particular word that he will drop in your heart that will say yes with the conviction. Because if your heart is closed, not everybody that comes your way, you won't be able to help. But if your heart is open, God will drop it there. But are you sensitive enough to hear when God is speaking? So you can clip on it and beneficiary of what God wants to do through you. He doesn't want you to do it in a way that you become malice for doing what you did. It's challenging. It's challenging the what it's in need for me. Attitude of our age in which self self self-gratification, self-improvement, self-enlightenment, and self-indulgence is increasingly being promoted. Selfish die hard, but it's a, a strong, uh, it's a stronghold you must break in order to experience the peace and joy that gives life meaning. Let me try and break that down. In this world that we live in right now, the attitude of this age is what's in it for me. What am I benefiting from it? And that has been the same thing that's happening, whether in the church, whether in the society, whether in the home, whether in a relationship, whether in husband and wife, even the children are now even getting into it. If I do this, if I go and wash dishes, what are you going to do for me? If I need to go and mop the floor, what am I getting out of it? They are passed down, trickled down to, the, to this generation that what's in it for me is not about, oh, yes, I am available to do whatever it takes to move what our goal are to move it forward. We're no longer in that position anymore in the world. But as a children of God, God show us an example to do this, that we do not need to ask for anything for us. We do not, we should do things unconditionally. We should love and give unconditionally. We should love and give uh, 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 cheerfully, not string, not, 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 not stingily. So all those things are all there. We need to break down that, that stronghold of, of, of trying to rationalize or stingily trying to figure out what we are doing. So let me quickly read so I can give some, some room for contribution. And joy and peace a minute. B.C. Forbes, founder of Forbes magazine said, I have never known any human being, I or humble, who regretted when nearing life and having done kind, kindly did. But I have known more than one who became what? Haunted. Who became, who became haunted by the realization that they had been selfish in life. James writes, this is powerful. Write it down if you can. James chapter 2, verse 15 and 17. James chapter 2, verse 15 and 17. Write it down. James writes, it said, if your brother or your sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say to them, you or me, say to them, depart in peace, be warm and filled. But you did not give that person 
what he need. You did not give him food. You know he's naked. You know he's hungry. You know he has no clothes. And your closet is filled with clothes, different designer. Your shoe, a different designer. Your bag, different designer in there. In your closet, even your, 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 your quilt that you lay down in bed is full of designer. And you tell that person, your refrigerator is full of different meats, different kind of refrigerator, different kind of bread in your pantry, different kind of food all over your house. That you, the one that you actually did not eat last night, you were still in the process of throwing it in the garbage. And somebody knock at your door and say, I am hungry. And you say, oh, let us pray. That's what James is saying over there. Depart in peace, be warm and feel. But you did not meet the person's need. What does that profit him? What does it profit? It says, so also faith is by itself. It does not have work. Is dead. So, brethren, this morning, how far do you go in trying to make sure that what God has given you is spread out and not kept by yourself and not kept and awed by you? How far would you go? How far will you go to give out the love that God has given you to others? I'm talking about love. I'm not talking about material things alone. The love that God has given you, that he gave his only begotten son, that you will not perish. You will not end up with a life that doesn't have future. But instead, he gave us a life of hope, a life of eternity, a life that peace and joy will rally up on our lives. How far can you go? That's a question that we must answer. However, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or you have not accepted him, or you have not been born again, this is an opportunity for you, because right now you'll be doing everything on your own. Your love is all about you. The love is all about you. The glory that you receive in what you give, what you give before you offer something, you must get a return for it. If they're not praising you, you're not getting anything. That is not what we're talking about today. You must first be born again. All you have to do is tell Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sin. Come into my life and take over my life. I confess you as a Lord, as a son of God. You died and rose on the, on the cross of Calvary. I accept you and I believe that you're son of God. Then you said that prayer, welcome to the kingdom of God. You can go and look for a church close to you. Ask them that you have just become born again. They will work with you to start loving the way God expects you to love. Start giving the way God expects you to give. And the rest of us, if you can find a church close to you, go to rccg.org. You will find the Redeemed Christian Church of God worldwide, anywhere. Just go into that pastor that you just become born again and you won't start to walk in the way of the Lord. And they will help you through it. The rest of us, let's search through our hearts and ask, am I doing enough with what you have blessed me with? Am I doing enough to reach people that are in need? Am I doing enough to give to people that are in need? Am I doing enough to open my heart to you so you can pour it into me so I can share it? Because first commandment, love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your might, all your strength, and all your soul. Second, it's like the first one. Love your neighbor as thyself. If you love your, yourself and you see your neighbor in need, and you love him as you love yourself, you will try as much as possible 
to meet the need of your neighbor. May the Lord bless your words today. And I pray that the Lord will saturate our hearts to open up to assist people that are in need of help in Jesus' name. The line is open for contribution this morning. Please. Sorry, I took four minutes over my time. Uh, please um, contribute this morning. Good morning, sir. Hallelujah. Good morning, uh, Brian. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Thank you. Um, thank you very much for uh, sharing this. Uh, I think it's very important, like you said, uh, for us to be able to understand uh, from the perspective you spoke about in, earlier about the love that God has for us. And the love that he has for us is sacrificial love. It's not a, a, a love of, if you don't give me this, I don't give you that. Like, like you ex rightly explained, about we're always looking for our own self. Uh, we live for selfishness and all that. But it is very important that we understand that. And, and the question uh, that the text brought is, how does the love of God abide in you if you, you know, if you treat people that way, you're only looking out for yourself. And, you know, like, like you rightly said, this is the culture and this is what we have to fight against. Yesterday we talked about, uh, there was some, maybe was, we talked about something about self-denial. The, yes. the way we've actually lived our life growing up, everybody's looking out for themselves. Everybody's trying to actually get the piece of the pie because that's what, how we were raised because, you know, everybody, especially when you come from Nigeria, you know, people can cut their nose just to be able to, you know, for the other, for something else to be able to make what they want. So it, it is now inbuilt in us. It's like in its character. That's why we have to actually deny ourselves. So, but how can we really say we, we love God if uh, we are not living based on his commandments? So, and one of these commandments, like you just read, is to love each other. And uh, I want I want to read uh, John fifteen. I will start from verse uh, twelve. It says, "This is my commandment: love each other in the same way I've loved you." How has Christ loved us? In that verse twelve, He loved us by living. You know, like what James said: "Is is it's our faith that we believe in Christ? It is it is going to be judged based on our actions. It's not going to just because we have." A conviction in our hearts that says, oh, I believe in God. But what we do matters. So he said, I have told you this, you know, he said, this is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I've loved you. Act as Christ loved us. He has loved, he has loved us with his life. That is how he has loved us. And he continues in that verse 13. He says, there's no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friend. That is the encapsulation of the love of Christ for us. You see, this is my commandment. The commandment is to love like he has loved us. And how has he loved us? To give his life for us. Mm -hmm. So for us, if he's commanding us to love like he has loved us, to give ourselves for each other, you know, sacrificially, to, to, to not continue to think about ourselves all the time, but to think about others, it is very important that we do that. He said there's no greater love than that, to lay down, and you're my friends if you do what I command. So if you said we, we are his friends, we need to do what he has commanded. And it's for us to actually to live a life of, you know, a sacrificial life of living, to honor ourselves, you know, as God has honored us through Christ Jesus. And like you rightly said, sir, 
how do we say we abide in Christ's love if we are, you know, we are constantly, perpetually selfish? You know, I think mm. about it, said this, mm. you know, even our reactions, you know, like me, you know, sometimes I react to my, to my, to, to my boys, and I think about it later. Like the reaction is it just based on the fact that I'm trying to teach them writing, or I'm just selfish in my time, or I'm just trying to be focused on something. And I don't want anybody to disturb me because I, mm. you know, I cannot deny myself in that kind of situation. That is why I react that way. So most of the time, if you go to the source of it, we see that selfishness and pride is the main source of those things. That, and that is why Christ is saying, you know, seek him first. All, d- deny yourself about all these things so that you can actually have peace and joy in Christ. You know, there's no, you know, he said there's no love like that to lead. That, 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 that is definition of love, of love. That's why he told his disciples about service, that if you serve, then you'll be rewarded. And I hope God will help us because it's something that we have to battle with because the kind of society that we grow up with in and what, what we've been taught and how they, you know, we go about that work every day is about self, selfishness and pride and ego and all that. But Christ is saying, this is a command. Love like you, I have loved you. Love others like I have loved you. To, lay, you know, to live a life of sacrifice. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much, Raya. Thank you very, very much, sir. This is uh, that, 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 that's that's uh, that's powerful contribution, sir. And, and I pray that the Lord will help each and every one of us to to be to you know the, the thing that that um, that that actually causes all of this thing is that we we inject so much of our self into so many things, and um, the word of God is no longer grounded in us anymore. Uh, like you rightly said, we talked about yesterday. And when the word of God is grounded in us, that would be where the Holy Spirit will go to first. Because when somebody comes and says, this is what is going on with me, Holy Spirit will start ministering to you. And even sometimes they don't have to come to you. You can just by observation, to just watch what they're doing. Just watch what they're doing. And you will find out, that, okay, this is the, where the needs are. This is where the needs are. This is where the needs are. This is where the needs are. And you will step up by the grace of God to do what is right. What is right? Uh, I mean, there, there's so many opportunities that, that's available to us as, as individual, as, as family, as, as a church, that we can actually do more than what we are currently doing right now. But, you know, um, it's is it because we are not able to do them or because we're just not turning to what the Holy Spirit is saying. Instead of us to not walk walk in the Holy Spirit, we've allowed the flesh to give us a reason why we shouldn't. Uh, The flesh to give us the reason why if we do it, we're gonna be affected. To give us, to give into the flesh to say, oh, why if you do that, you know, you're just belittling yourself or you're making something. So, So when we take ourselves out of the equation and we allow God to flow through us. Brethren, sky is the limit. We'll be find out, we will find out that the more that we dished out, the more that we give out, the more that comes into us. That's how God operates. Because he's looking for a vessel that he can pour stuff into. Because the more that is pouring into them, the more they're giving up. And the more that they're giving up, the more that God is filling them up. Because when you are the one that 
stand in between God and his resources. He will start pouring his resources on you. And that's just how God operates. And God will help us to be very, very sensitive to when the Holy Spirit is telling us to do things and not to go ahead and rationalize what he's saying, what he's asking us to do. Because tendency is there. And I, I, I can't blame people. I can't blame anybody for that. We have to grow in our, in our relationship with God to understand that who we are and what we have. It's not all. It's not ours. It takes time to grow there. But I pray that God will give us courage to grow in this direction that God wants us to grow instead of growing in our own selfish ambition. But it takes time. I'm not blaming anybody and I'm not saying that anybody is at fault here, but I'm just saying that if your focus is onto the Lord, God can grow you into becoming a channel of blessings for others. It's not easy to, to say, okay, yeah, I'm going to just go ahead and lay my life down for somebody that needs it. We see people that are consciously, I have seen people that an accident occur, they jump into the accident and start not even caring. You can see all our first responders. In the, if you look at their spirit today, they are not selfish. The doctors, the nurses, they are going in the front line. When this pandemic broke out, you can see the heart of the people that do not look up, look towards themselves but care so much about the people that they go out there and say, ah, well, whether I like it or not, and we have doctors in our means, we have nurses in our means that we are praying for every day that God, as they are dedicating their life to help others, Lord, protect them because this is what they do for you. They are not worried about themselves. They worry about saving lives. They worry about how the outcome of whatever they're doing comes to. But we have some people also I say, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to do that because I have to protect my life. But you know what? Who protect the life? God is the protector of the life. Some people that don't even contact the, the COVID, they still died of one way or the other. But what are you doing to help somebody that's in need? What are you doing? That is the question. And we got to help us to get close to God because, again, I will say it. If you're not close to God, the grace for you to just do things that God wants you to do will not be there. You will think, do things that you want to do. But submit to God first, then God can give you that grace to do what he expects of you. Thank you, Brian. Very powerful. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Any other contribution this morning? There, there, there is more of this to come, but, but I just want us to, to just keep our mind open and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to each and every one of us. Uh, thank you. Who is contributing again? Praise the Lord. Good morning. Good morning, Brother. Good morning, uh, good morning sir. Uh, thanks so much for this wonderful uh, topic. It's really important. I, me, and what, uh, what is it called? So it's really important that we understand that God, that Jesus loves us. He really loves. What is that love? Love is about, it's all about showing it, demonstrating it. So, if we don't, if we say we love, we don't give, we don't show it. It's still something is still lacking there. It's not all always all about us, always all about me, all about my ministry, all about what I represent, all about what I will I will do. So yes, we should not, we should try to forget about us and think about at least for others. 
for instance, if we are going for, for go for evangelism and uh, we see someone, we want to preach to someone that is hungry, for the person to understand this preaching very well, we have to give the person food. If, the, if we, he really want to understand, hear the word of God, if that word will enter his, if he really, or no, let's no. also say, if, if, we, if we tell someone how big our God is, so you see someone that is naked, we don't give the person clothes. The person will still be doubting that we are saying how big our God is. Because yes. first of all, what we yes. need to do is clothe the person. Give the person yes. clothes. Shelter yes. the person. That is the first thing that we need to do for yes. the person to understand that really our God is a big God. So it is high time for us to understand the at least the practical of it. Bible say be the doers and not only the hearers alone. The doers, those who are practicalizing the word of God. That is what we should be thinking about now. If we hear, we'll be hearing it. It's not all about, we should always forget about all oh, me, I, and whatever we, we can think about. So, and think about others, the love that God showed us, as Ayo and Pastor have said, the love he showed to us, this, he went beyond limit for us, for him to love us. What men could not do. So if God, if Jesus could do that for us, why, why don't we think about of, of doing something for others? Uh, this is, um, I've also learned one thing, this is one thing I've started doing. Um, at least every month, I'll be able to bring out some people that I say, let me say, let's help out for other standard people, people that need help. I know here in the U.S., sometimes it might be difficult for someone to tell you, say, look at what I need here. I know people are putting on their suit, covering it up, but they are going through a lot of things. But I know in Africa, there are still a lot of people who are going through difficulties that we could help, help out. So let's demonstrate that love anytime, uh, anywhere, without limitation, without boundary, without culture. We should forget about it. I always forget and remember that it's not all about us because if Jesus could do this for us, we should know that it's not, it wasn't all about Jesus. He was just thinking about how we will live, how he will save us, how we're going to survive from, from the sinful life. So he saved us. We, also, we should also save others. Now, I, I pray that God will help us. This is a powerful message that we, we, will, we should always be, we should be practicalizing it. Hey, God help us. Thank you, sir. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much, sir. You see, I like that example that you used. Okay, when we go out and talk to people about Christ, when we go out to talk to people about Christ and the people tell you, I am hungry, and you give them the Bible, are they going to eat the Bible or you give them the tracks? You got to give them the food. And when you meet their needs, then everything else that uh, that uh, that that we come with it, we we only boost their faith to come. But I pray that God will help us. It will help us to recognize uh, the opportunity and not miss out on the opportunity that God is placing on our land. Because each and every one of us have an opportunity. But are you fulfilling the opportunity that God has given you? Are you using it to the glory of His? opportunity to be used by yourself and uh, please share more about this right so people that want to contribute to your to your to your suit i have some that i can add on so please let me, if you want to join it please this is how it started 
then let's start getting this thing together and get it out to those people that are in it. And God will help us all in the mighty name of Jesus. Any other contribution? If there's no other contribution, I'm going to ask our brother. Uh, yeah, go ahead. When you finish, you can pray for us, please. Okay, Pastor. <clears throat> Thank you, Pastor. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, um, yeah, you guys almost said it all, but the area I just want to like emphasize is uh, um, making it like a part and parcel of you, a characteristic in you. So um, helping and giving, um, we should try and make it like a character thing things that you, you you do all the time. It's not like once or um, <clears throat> you just like, as we had now, giving. I go out and I see one person, I give. Tomorrow, I'll just forget about it again. I don't think about it. So as a Christian, as a, um, a lot, God is sharing with us every day. God doesn't cease. God doesn't uh, have, have um, today and uh, live tomorrow. So giving should be like something very, very um, regular, very often. It's just like part of you, like any time you are just like, this is me, I will always give. That is one side of it. Because uh, I remember there was a day I went out one day, I was coming, I, I went to the store. A lady was with uh, um, 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 the daughter and uh, he, he just approached me directly and asked me, um, please, uh, I need the money for diaper for my uh, small daughter she was carrying. I look. One, I don't have cash there. And uh, I went away. But I said, after I, I left, the thing do not disturb me there. But after I left, I get like home. I was restless. Like somebody directly approached you like this. You need just a diaper. And you, you refuse. Hi. I drive back again to like take my credit card, even take cash from the house. I got there. I do not see her. I was like, why do I do this? I could just, I use credit card to buy my things. Why not just take, if I've done um, loan, I could have just taken her inside the shop and get this for her. So, because uh, like um, I, I rightly said, sometimes it's not like a character thing. So I, if it's a character thing, that's something I'm always doing every time, that when people ask me, I'm always giving, I would take her to the store and get her like, my mind would be make up immediately. Like it's not something that I will go before I will be thinking about it. I would just like convince immediately that this this person need help. I have to help. But uh, when I came back again, I didn't see her, and uh, the guilt like disturbed me for a while. Even sometimes I would go to that um, um, fresh world again. Like ah, I wish I see her again. But it's past. It's past. I just uh, thank God and I pray God that uh, God forgive me and I told God to forgive me that um, next time I will try and. Uh, do better things. So what I'm trying to say here is that uh, giving should be like a part and parcel of us. Like um, it should be something that we should continue to do all the time. Because uh, Jesus, um, <clears throat> in the scripture, he said, um, when I was hungry, you give me food. When I was tasty, you give me, um, uh, 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 when I was hungry, you give me food. When I was tasty, you give me water to drink. So uh, yes, faith without what they said is dead. You may be doing other things, you may be doing whatever other things everywhere, but how are you helping? How are you trying to um, get people to their uh, feet? How are you trying to assist? Are you making a part of you every time that you need to help yourself? So we should try and make it like a part and parcel of us. So that is what I'm trying to 
um, um, contribute here that anytime make giving like Jesus Christ is sacrificial anytime give it because if blessing God bless us it's not really for us it's an opportunity because if you look at it very well now the person who is begging you are you is it not like um, a grace that you are even better better than him at that moment so why not just help you don't know what tomorrow may be so the good thing you do today may help you tomorrow uh-huh it's not just like you give to somebody because you are expecting to get more but you just do it because the the blessing that god promised you open doors breakthroughs these are the areas where things will continue to work for you there's a saying that say a giver never lack and true true a giver never lack god have a way of blessing you every time don't be afraid of if i give I, it will it will shut my pocket it will not make me to get enough no it doesn't work that way the more you give the more open doors and breakthroughs you see the more opportunity god gives you to make more more of the wealth so it's just like something we should always do because uh, god wants us to do it is 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 a way of christianity is a way is a is a, it's a, it's a something god uh, actually wants us to do so it is it's part of our faith it is part of our our, our belief and it is part of our um, uh, christian religion so let's be part of it and uh, do all that God wants us to do so that uh, we can make people happy and make this world a better place where everybody will feel, uh, feel, feel good and uh, um, um, God's name will be promoted. So I just want to encourage us to always make it part of us. I pray that God will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You can pray for us. Thank you very much, Brad Trips. Thank you very much. Because, you know, uh, that, that, that example come up a lot. Uh, the example you use come up a lot. And we look down and say, okay, well, maybe they're going to use the money to drink. They're going to use the money to do things. We are, we are judging them. We shouldn't. We shouldn't put in that position to be the one to judge and execute at the same time. Uh, because when you look at people and say, oh, because they're asking you for bags, for money, uh, then you concluded, okay, oh, if I give it to them, they're not going to use it for good anyway. How do you know? You're not God. If you have it and you want to give, give it. If you have it, you don't want to give, give it. And, you know, most of us, we don't carry cash around. Like, as uh, an example, you give the same thing. People see you at the store. They want something. Take them to the store. Buy something for them. They want the, 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 the what's popular is they see you at the gas station. Oh, can you pump some little gas for me? Pump the gas for them, $5 from what you have. Pump it. Do it and just do it for God. But don't look, don't look at them and then say, oh, if I give it to them, what are they going to do for it? Then, what are you? Are you God? What God has given to you too, what have you done with it? If God should be thinking of it that way, we ask God, God, please give me this, give me this. If God says, oh, if I give it to you, you're going to use it uselessly anyway. How should you feel? How would you feel about that? So if you have it, give it. If you don't have it, I can understand. But I know that you should be going around and be giving money to everybody that comes to you. But the Holy Spirit in you will minister to you like a minister to my brother. Don't miss the opportunity because when they come to you and ask, the Spirit of God can confirm that, yes, go ahead and do it to glorify my name. Do it. And God will help us all as we, we continue to, to, to make this a part of lifestyle. It's a lifestyle, like my brother said, right? She said, make it a lifestyle that when they come to you and you have it, give it. If you don't have it, understand but don't 
rationalize it and make excuse for not doing what God wants to bless you with. And God will help us in Jesus' name. Yeah, go ahead, Brachis, please pray for us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Heavenly Father, King of glory, ancient of day I am that I am. Lord, thank you for this opportunity for us to come together to hear your word. You. Father, we have heard your word. You have teach us how to live. You have teach us what to do. You have uh, um, let us know the, the way of life, the, the life that you want us to live. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity. We pray you, that as you have teach us today, Father, make us a giver. Because Amen. you said, he that give, we never lack. And you say, yes. blessed is the hand that giveth. Lord, yes. we pray this morning, continue to teach us how to Amen. give. Continue to make it a way of life for us. Continue Amen. to uh, open doors for us so that we'll be blessed. And as we give, we know that the blessings will continue to grow and flourish in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Lord, we pray. Oh, Lord, that everything that makes us to think about self always, self, self always, Father, keep that self in us. Deny us of that self and bring us up so that we can be Amen. a vessel of God to do good and to help others who are in need in the name of Amen. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Our Lord and our God, we thank you for today. We bless your Amen. holy name because your word, we, we should not be like only the hearers of your word. Father, make yes. us the doers of yes. your word. Let us yes. do as you have told us. Let us follow your command. Let us come follow your footsteps, the things that you have done, the sacrifice that you have shown, the love that you have shown unto us. Father, make us to be able to carry it and show it to other people so that the world will be a better place in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Our Lord and our God, we commit um, today into a book for as many who are out already and for many who are about to live as well. Father, please, O Lord, take care of us. Protect our going, protect our coming. Do not let any harm Amen. happen to us. Do not let us face any danger in our, on our way or in our home. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. Father, we thank you for our family. We thank you for our home. Continue to protect each and every one of us. Father, continue to bless us richly and abundantly. Reward us in various ways. Promote us in various ways. Everything amen. that we are doing, Father, we pray that we continue to see goodness in it in the name of Jesus. Amen. amen. Father, we pray for this gathering that every time we gather, oh Lord, Father, help us to listen, help us to hear, help us to partake and help us to benefit and gain more things in the name of Jesus. Amen. amen. Lord, we pray that you continue to take care of our pastor. Bless him for us, oh Lord, as he's doing your work. Father, continue to encourage him, continue to expand him, continue to uh, uh, promote amen. him, continue amen. to bless him abundantly in the name of Jesus. Amen. amen. Father, we are his um, <clears throat> we are his followers. Father, always continue to help us as well, that as we follow him, we will follow him righteously in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name and we pray thank that bless your blessings will continue to locate us in every area of our life in the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everlasting Father. Thank, thank you, you King of Glory. For in you, Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Let's share the grace. May the grace of, May our, the Lord grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The, the love, love of God, God and the sweet fellowship, the sweet fellowship of, the of the Holy Spirit be with, be us, with now us now and forevermore. And forevermore. Amen. Amen. Surely, Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days, days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. I'm the one the Lord has blessed. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Amen. Thank you, everybody, for joining this morning. God bless you. Look for somebody to bless today. Just be a blessing to others, and God will bless you as you do so in the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord Amen. keep you. May he shine his face upon you and grant you peace all around in Jesus' name. Thank you very Amen. much for joining. Have a blessed day. Thank you, Jesus.